0: do your job dad like it's your job, do your job. with Chris Zito do your job. he's a dad a radio host a father a speaker dad an actor a dad a comedian a dad a husband a dad and well a dad
1: greetings faithful listener it is I your illustrious host Chris Zito welcome to dad like it's your job this is a really interesting episode this is totally random. This guest is totally random. I reached out to a guy. My favorite thing is to poach great guests from other dad podcasts. And I reached out to a guy by the name of Craig Kessler. He used to be in the PGA. He wrote a book. He's a dad coach. So I'm like, well, this guy sounds great. I listened to him on another pod and I was like, this guy has a great message. So I thought I emailed him. I get a response from Craig Kessler. Thanks for reaching out. I'm curious how you came across me. I enjoy your podcast. I'm interested. If I wrote a book, I have no doubt it'd be an instant bestseller. However, I do not have a book to pitch. Uh, so then I wrote, uh, well, I saw you were a guest on another pod and um, He also mentioned that sometimes his kids call him bad dad. Actually, you know what's funny? We never got around to that. His older one calls him a bad dad when he's really disciplining him, like really being a dad. And, you know, you can't always be your kid's friends, obviously. But um, I just wanted to get through this thread. Uh, He was uh, asking me if he could send a link. He said, um, he said, he said, clearly, that Craig Kessler is more superior than me, but I do have my own merits. And then we are trying to plan a way to do this. And I said, oh boy, um, I think I meant to email a different Craig Kessler. This is when I finally, this is like six emails in, I realize I'm I'm emailing with the wrong guy. And he said, yeah, that's true. I'm, the, I'm a different one. I, I used to play golf, but I don't play golf anymore. I was never a professional golfer. And that's when I wrote back to him and said, you know what, honestly... I kind of love this. If you're up to it, I'd love to have you on. And so I did. And we just talked about being dads. And I found out a little bit of his about his life. And it reminded me a little bit. It made me think of this book that I ha- was required to read when I was in acting school way back in the day. We had to read Working by Studs Turkle. And this book, it was a thick book. And it was Studs Terkel just talking to different people with different occupations. Almost none of them were famous. You know, there was an actor in there that was famous. I actually I don't remember who it was. Um, I think it might have been Tony Quinn. But, uh, oh, no. You know who it was? It was um, oh, it was the guy that played the producer on the old Larry Sanders show. And I can't think of his name right now. People are yelling at their yelling. Either if you're walking with your earbuds in or you're in your car, you're yelling at the podcast right now telling me the guy's name. But, anyway... Um, I'll have it for the outro. But I want to get to this conversation with Craig Kessler because he, we talk about his dad. We talk about his life with his wife and kids. They work remotely. We talk about that. How do you keep that working and your kids separate like that? And how do you, are there times you take advantage of it? Are there disadvantages? And um, yeah, a fascinating conversation. So I'm telling you right out of the gate. This guy's not famous, he's not a dad coach, he didn't write a book about fathering, he's not a speaker, but he is a dad and a devoted one, and I'm really glad I met him. This is my conversation with Craig Kessler. No, not that Craig Kessler, this Craig Kessler. No, I was reading that email thread to my wife earlier because she was like, "Oh, who's the guy?" Because my wife is really good with online stuff, and she always makes my uh, like a poster for each episode. And she's like, "Well, okay. send me the guy's image and all everything about him." I go, "I don't know a whole lot about him." I read her the thread, and I like, got to that email that I sent you. And I said was like, "I kind of love this." You know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the funny thing is that's not the first time it's happened. I'll give you a quick, quick story. Um, I I got my master's from Georgetown. I was in DC for ten years before moving to, to Raleigh with my wife. Um, and there must be a doctor Craig Kessler who works at Georgetown yes. Hospital. So I saw him too. I was included on a couple of threads and had a similar, I'd say, smart-ass response of, well, <laughs> my wife wishes I was Dr. Kessler, but unfortunately, she married uh, a guy in so.
1: Well, so, you know what I, I normally, uh, you know, uh, I ask guys, I always start with your dad credentials when I have a dad on, you know, so how many kids have you got? How old are they? Who have you got?
0: Yeah, so I have two kids. I have a four-and-a-half-year-old son named Shay and a little over two-year-old daughter named Maeve.
1: No kidding. You know, my boss, uh, the dreamy Kevin Johnson, as my uh, listeners know him, uh, he has two kids. That It's the opposite, though. His daughter's the older one, but they're four and two. And uh, we have little girls across the street that have fallen in love with my wife. She's like their auntie, and they're four and two. Uh, because okay. our kids our, our kids are senior citizens i have two that are completely grown and flown and then i have two daughters at home 23 and 18 One's a senior in high school one is just finishing up her bachelor's yep. degree so and uh, this being 2023 the one that's finishing up her bachelor's degree we're not sure what's going to happen once that's done because she, you know you y- you try to help her find an apartment and it's like oh well that is more than our mortgage. I'm not sure how you would be able to live
0: there, you know? Yeah, I unfortunately <laughs> remember it from my days um, and, and my brother's going through it. And I know on our end, we took a couple years at home to save up and figure that out. But yeah, it's it's expensive out there. I'm happy to be a homeowner at this point.
1: Yeah, me too. But look, I when I talk to dads, I, I talk to a lot of dads. A lot of my focus sure. is on dads your age because sure. your, uh, your kids are young. Your career is still relatively young, and what what I always start out with is I talk about I never talk about work life balance. I flip it. I talk about life work balance because even when I came, even when I first thought of that, I googled life work balance, and you know what came up on Google? Eight eight million pages on work life balance, and I said that it literally puts work first. And so my message to dads is. You can't put your work life first, or your life will never be in balance. So you gotta you gotta put that out the window. But you you know work when you're at work. Don't work when you're not at work. So how is that going for you as a young dad?
0: Overall, I'd say pretty well. Um, I agree. It's it's life is what's important, not work, right? I'm definitely on the philosophy that you work to enjoy life. Work is not my life, and I want to make sure that. I'm a very involved dad. My my wife's a very involved mom. That's important for us. We want to be there for our kids. Like any parent, we want our kids to be happy, healthy, safe, support them on whatever that's going to mean in the future. Um, it can be a little tough at times because we do both work full-time remote. So okay. my office is also my fun room, which our kids kind of don't really come into. But yeah, I mean, it can blend. For example, last night I had a a call with a colleague on the other side of the world. So I'm finishing up bedtime and it's like, hey, buddy, I want my snuggles, but I got to get going. Yeah. Uh, or sleep in the morning. But yes, I agree. It's all about the life first. What can we do as a family? Um, and I mentioned to you in the emails that we're kind of, my wife's been battling some stuff health wise. So it's even making the, the life work side even that much more important to make sure that we have activities as a family together and really understanding what's, important for us and then, yeah
1: uh, now i i it's interesting you say you both work full time and you both work remotely so correct. that that comes like like you were alluding to with a whole different set of challenges because here you are um you know you're like you say you're you're, you're not leaving the house because my signature talk is the same title as the pod dad like it's your job and one of the things i talk about in the last part is when you get home from work change out of whatever you wear even if you don't wear a suit even if you wear regular clothes even if it's pretty casual just go to your room change out of the clothes you were wearing at work change into different clothes leave your phone in there and then go see your kids and you know that can take two or three minutes you know for dads it doesn't take long to change you know what i mean it's like bing bang boom you're back uh but so if you're working remotely could you do something like that i mean what is it what's the delineation for you how do you keep it from just being blended in?
0: Yeah, good question. So I've been working full-time remote for, I think I'm the start of my seventh year. So this is way before the COVID years. I like to think I was a trendsetter. So you, I, yeah, I, you I, invented I, it, man. Car, <laughs> yeah, at, at the time. So like you said, for me, I mean, I kind of still dress business casual because I know that I want to flip off the switch, that when work is done, I will change into something more casual. Now, I will wear business casual with slippers. Like, I'm not going crazy here, but...
1: Right, yeah, we um, all know that Zoom, that Zoom business attire. You know, exactly. the Bermuda shorts um, and sandals, you know?
0: <laughs> that, so that's important for me. And, and my kids know that, let's say, the fun area is also dad's work area, so we have mm. it there. You said challenges. I actually look at it as opportunities because the fact that we both work from home is we can drop our kids off at daycare a little bit later. We can pick them up a little bit earlier. We have the flexibility if there is... If they're sick or something happens, to just pick them up easily and take care of them. Um, we've had at times, especially during COVID, of the hey, we're working, but let's pass the kid around. And we have a little bit more flexibility with our schedule because we are home. So it can be challenging, but I actually look at it as more of an opportunity to have more time as a family, more time with our kids, enjoy that life. And I can then take things at night if I need to when they're. When they're sleeping.
1: Now, Craig, obviously, I can almost guarantee you, your boss is not going to hear this conversation. So my next right. question you may or may not want to answer, you know, do you ever have that, you know, where you're just, you're working from home, so to speak, quote unquote, but maybe you find a little quality time with your wife when the kids aren't home. Yeah. Do you sneak that into?
0: Every now and then, we might just have an extended lunch, for example. I'm I'm usually, even at working from home, I'll just have my basic whatever's in the refrigerator lunch, take 15 minutes and back at the computer. But yeah, every now and then, we'll take time for ourselves or, um, for example, we're going to pick our son up from daycare early and just have like a little surprise day with him for a few hours. And I say, overall, my bosses have been great. They also probably focus more on the life side than work, Mm -hmm. not that I tell them that I just off during the day, but it's more about get your work done when you can. You have deadlines and responsibilities as long as they're done, uh, they're done. And it's more on the rare occasion that, okay, we might just enjoy this or try to take run an errand or do something together to enjoy each other's presence beyond just seeing each other and as passing colleagues in the day.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I gotta gotta say, Craig, I'm I'm really enjoying this conversation. I think it's so great how we ended up doing this Uh, so sort of randomly, and uh, I'm really glad. So one of the things I'd like to talk to my guests about is their dad. Because, you know, there's a thing, uh, you know, uh, I was told, and I've shared this with other guys, if you want to know your dad, ask him about his dad. So I take that as any man, any guy that I meet, any person that I meet, ask about their father. So what was your dad like? I mean, that's a generation ago. So what was it like for him?
0: Yeah, I think... uh... My dad was wonderful, still wonderful. He's around. In fact, my parents actually retired about 20 minutes from us to be closer to the grandkids and the family. So I probably see him more now than I did <laughs> over a 10, 15 year period when we were in different states. Yeah. Um, with that, my dad's probably a standard baby boomer. Um, I grew up in Long Island. My parents are from Queens. And I think my dad also being a baby boomer, uh, my grandpa was in the Navy in World War II, kind of grew up with. A bit of stubbornness, maybe not always as open with newer things, still can be a little bit stubborn to a degree on career path with me or my brothers or just what he would expect is the next iteration in our lives, which we may agree with, but also may have our deviations. So I think he's now starting to open up a little bit more with the grandkids and kind of seeing what makes them happy. What could he enjoy as a grandpa? Yeah. um, Play that role.
1: What do they they call him? He's
0: grandpa. And then we have grams, but yeah, he's grandpa. And on the other side, father-in-law is papa.
1: Papa. Okay. So, so when you were growing up, was he around? Did you play sports? Was he showing up? Was he able to show up? You know, some guys are able to show up more. I mean, especially back in the day.
0: Yeah, I was very fortunate. So, so my dad uh, co-owned a plumbing supply warehouse business with also my, my aunt and uncle's family. So, they had a very standard, let's say, 9 to 5, got home every day by 6, 630. I'd say every single day we ate dinner as a family, came to every sporting event, school function, things like that. So that meant a lot to me growing up. Sure. Um, I try to do that now with my kids and ultimately as much as I can in the future. But that seeing him in that position, wanting to be an involved dad, be there to either be the coach or give the guidance or yell at me on the sidelines, but just to know that he was there, um, always meant a lot. And I could see it in my son's eyes now when we we're going to take him to martial arts later and he's going yeah. to kind of look at us through the window as he does his thing. So yeah, um, I think a lot of that and, and try to take that to my
1: kids. sound like you're like me. I always tell people I come from a long line of dads. So, uh, it's important to me. So, um, there was something else that was on my mind. I was thinking about when you became a dad, right? how, did that change your perception of your father? Because I can remember when I first became a father, which now was decades ago, and my perception of my father began to change almost immediately when I became a father. Somehow, I there were certain things that I thought about him that I looked at growing up that I had a better understanding of almost immediately. Has that been your experience?
0: i say yes, and not so much on the parenting side. For me, it's probably more on the burden that I put on myself to be the best dad or husband, um, the things that no kid should ever think of, right? But the finances, the college fund, all kind of those <laughs> dad responsibilities that sure. are important to him, that are important to me, to make right. sure that the function is is operating the best way it can. That um, definitely gave me a lot more respect for him, knowing that I'm obviously going through all that now, and that was definitely a different perspective for me. Yeah,
1: you get a different perspective on what all of that takes and the kind of sacrifice it takes, especially when you mentioned your dad as a boomer. His dad was a World War II vet, and he's from Queens. Your folks are from Queens. You grew up in Long Island. Have you ever talked to him about that, about what that meant for him to move from Queens to Long Island? I mean, that's like a classic move, man.
0: It was the classic move for probably all my friends and, and their parents, and it was just different because... And part of it was just because he was in Queens. Part of it was just the generational. But it was definitely more of the, hey, run around and be home by this time. And while <laughs> right. we had a degree of it, just naturally being in the suburbs, you can't always have that. You you have to drive somewhere. You have to actively um, set the play dates or schedules like that. So yeah. I think it was definitely a transition for him a little bit. Uh, <laughs> when I was five years old, he was the assistant coach for our soccer team and i don't even think he ever i don't even think he knew what soccer was no dude i i, I you know what firm. tell
1: your dad i know what he i know what he went through because i was an assistant soccer like okay. i was i was a little league coach i was the hitting coach but like i know baseball i taught kids how to hit and then they were desperate for soccer coaches and i'm like i can be an assistant coach it was basically just wrangling the little kids you know what i mean right, i didn't, right, I, didn't, right. I, didn't I, I didn't teach them soccer i didn't know from yeah. soccer
0: <laughs> it was just his way to get involved and stay connected. And, and I try to do the same thing now with my kids. So, um, yeah, I think it was just probably taking it from one generation style to a, a newer function that was a transition for him, for sure. Less less for me, because my lifestyle for my kids is probably similar in, in a lot of ways to how I grew
1: up. Your dad sounds like he was that... Uh... Like a almost like a fatherhood bridge, you know what I mean? Because I, yeah, I, I, I bet if I was talking to him, he would have very different experiences with his dad, being a World War II veteran, sure. you know. Uh, and so, and now here you are, the modern father, obviously more involved than ever, and, and I love that. I mean, that, that's my big message. You know, the subtitle of this pod and my talk is provide for your family and still be a part of your family, and that that's so hugely important because all the data points to. What a benefit that is for our kids. So before yeah. before I let you go, I want to touch on this, too, because I talk about this a lot. I talk about parenting the kid you've got. Now, your kids are young, but you can always get you might already get an early indication. I don't know if you were an athlete growing up, if you were a creative, a, an artistic kid, a writer, a scientist. But are your kids already showing like like you mentioned your dad? wasn't always happy with you and your brothers, your career choices, the path you were taking, but you're finding your own way. Are you seeing something in your kids where you're like, oh man, I didn't expect that. or I, you know, I was always hoping to be able to do this with my kid and it looks like they have no interest in that. Anything like that going on? Not
0: quite yet. I think they're too young. I say where that's happened is me getting overly excited about maybe some toy or show or something that I was into when I was that age and trying to... <laughs> Enjoy it with them, through them, mm-hmm. and I think either they're too young or just don't care because they have their own toys and stuff, yeah. so maybe there's a degree there, but... Yeah, no, I think they're still too young. We're at the point of trying different activities, seeing what sticks over the next couple of years, and then we'll support um, whatever direction they yeah. tend to. Go in there.
1: That's a tough thing when you try to turn your kid onto something that you think they're going to love because you loved it, and they kind of look at you like, "Yeah, Dad, that's wicked old." You know, that's, I have that's a really quick story
0: if you don't mind. So, growing I, I up, I was it. big into Ghostbusters, right? So I yeah. had all my Ghostbusters toys and action figures and this and that. And of course, the IP is still around. Yeah. So now with technology. And eBay, I just pull up YouTube and I'll sit here and play him an episode that I watched back in the late 80s, early 90s. Sure. And he didn't know any difference, so he loves it. So then I said, okay, well, I'm going to go to eBay and then spend way too much money on two pieces of 30-year-old plastic thinking that he's going to love this. Yeah, and of course, within five minutes, it was broken, and I'm just like, "Ah, oh, <laughs> but
1: that's you know, that's the classic. That's, right,
0: that, that, that's not on him. That's on me. Yeah, thinking that he's probably older and ready for this. And thinking back, I was probably a little bit older than he was. But, um.
1: well, I got to tell you, Craig, you were not the Craig Kessler I was a list, originally listen, looking for. Nope. But I can tell you that on this podcast. I always love talking to fathers that are engaged and devoted and take fathering very seriously. It's obviously at the top of your pyramid, and I, and I appreciate that. And I know it's going to serve your kids well. They, I think their future is brighter because they have you for a dad. So Thank you very much. It's my pleasure. It's a pleasure to meet you, and I'm so glad this worked out, man. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Have a great day. You too. So there you have it. There's Craig Kessler. So he's just a dad. He's a husband and a father from Long Island. And I really enjoyed our conversation. And by the way, Rip Torn. Rip Torn was the actor from Stud Turkle's book, Working. The only famous guy that was in that book. I was mentioning that in the intro. That uh, That's what this conversation reminded me of. Just finding a random father and talking to him about his life. And I love that conversation about his father who's a baby boomer and what a bridge that was to today's modern father. What a difference it was. And it sounds like his dad did a lot of work. Like I told him he comes from a long line of dads. So Craig, thanks for taking the time to talk to me. I know you're a busy dad, you're a good husband, and you got a household going there. You got a lot going on, so thanks for thanks for talking to us here at Dad like it's your job. If you're interested in having me speak to your group or finding out more about my speaking or anything like that, you can go to chriszitospeaks.com. That's chriszitospeaks.com. You can hear me live on the air on 96.1 SRS in Worcester and Mix 93.1 in Springfield. And if you're not in Massachusetts, you can listen to me on the iHeartRadio app anytime you want. So I think that does it. Let's all get on with the rest of our day, shall we? Thanks for listening. Tell your pals.